0: This is almost part two in pattern recognition. I'm also going to do something I don't think you're supposed to do. I don't understand the media rules and what you do and don't do, but I don't know that you're supposed to play so much from another host. But I think this, well, I think it's okay if the host is far more successful than you in terms of audience and money. I think it's okay then. But I don't think you do that unless that's the case. But wait a minute, that's wrong. Actually, no, this guy had me on when I was a radio host.
1: The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman.
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Praise God. Young Allen from Allen's Artisan Soaps is out of surgery. He walked down the steps from the jet airplane. Uh, gosh, a day or two after he had his spinal surgery, 12 years old, bravest boy his dad knows. I've, I've, That's brave. And if you don't like the product, don't buy it. But if you liked Alan Soaps now, how about get the subscription plan? It's alansoaps.com slash Todd. A-L-A-N-S soaps.com slash Todd. Back in the day, I got a phone call. This was when I was uh, doing radio in Seattle. And I got a, no, I actually got an email from someone. And I, it was at the time when I was, you know, filling in for uh, the, the Maha. God rest you, Rush. And it was from Glenn Beck's folks. Uh, wow, this is pretty cool. There was a listener of my program in Seattle who noticed that's on a Mockingbird Media outlet called Q13 Fox. They decided to allow on their air a deep fake of President Trump. And my listener was so eagle-eyed and caught this and sent me an example of it. And they changed President Trump's face, his mouth, so that it looked like he had this really weird, weird, you know, it was like he was slurring his speech, like he was a drunkard. And it's my understanding that President Trump doesn't drink. And it was so slick and so well done. And it ran on their news station. And so this gentleman said it to me and we put it up on our website. I talked about it on the show, played the samples, the, the actual what the president actually said side by side with what it was doctored to have said. And then found out that found out the name of the employee who did this. We put that in the article. And as I recall the employee was, uh, was fired. In fact, I had no. you know what happened is someone from Fox saw that and sent me a note and said, Hey, off the record, don't use my name, but here's who did this. And he is a total leftist hack. And there's no way this was a mistake. There's no way. And I had another video guy look at this. Uh, He was a video journalist for a competing television station, but he is a discipled Um, man who doesn't go around lying, certainly not to to ruin a person. And I sent John a note and said, John, any chance this is accidental? And he said, no. And so Glenn Beck's people caught in touch with me and said, would you come on? And you know what? That was so gentlemanly. They could have so easily taken that piece and said it was theirs. And they didn't do that. And we weren't even the Glenn Beck affiliates. KVI, 570 KVI, which is funny enough, the radio station that when I got back into talk radio, where um, my friend and guy I listened to for for a decade, um, wonderful man, wonderful human, named John Carlson, who has been in talk radio for, I think John's been in it for 30 years. He's, he's sort of a, a grandpapa in some ways. And it was there that I got my start. So they were the Glenn Beck affiliate. So in any case, I went on and did a hit with Glenn Beck. And Glenn was so kind and said, you may have found the first ever deep fake in news. Do you understand how important this is? And it was just a very, very fun conversation. And I don't think that Glenn gets enough credit. I know that sounds weird because of the blaze, And I'm not trying to audition for anything or kiss up or Glenn probably doesn't remember who I am, but I wanted to preface that by saying, I don't know that I see enough credit being given in conservative media to other conservative media hosts. I see it on Twitter. You know, I saw Charlie Kirk uh, get a nice comment the other day from Steve Day said thought that was nice. And there is competition. Let's admit that. All this is a way of saying Glenn doesn't get enough credit. Glenn taught this country about the ESG score and what that means. I remember where I was when I first heard Glenn discuss the ESG score. I remember where I was driving. I remember pulling over into a parking lot and typing in the information that Glenn provided. I remember at that point starting to research this and I've always tried to make a habit of saying, Hey, Glenn Beck deserves a lot of credit for this. Um, Glenn reacquainted me with the phrase ideological demoralization and the Soviet assets who did that to this country and was talking about how far along that was. Uh, Glenn is one of the guys who to this day is willing to say things and go places. Other hosts won't go. Now Glenn is talking about the climate police in Canada. And he ob- obtained some blueprints for a building that he in <laughs> in the style that only Glenn can do talked about this, this climate police in this climate building, the the, the critics of Glenn Beck will say that this is hand-waving it's, it's wild conspiracy theory, the new racism. But if you want to go back to the things that Glenn has predicted and have come true, you can spend a good long couple of days doing that. And I don't think that I'm trying to say that Glenn is a soothsayer or a prophet. I believe that Glenn is a guy who's willing to say things in in media and on TV that one does not say. Like Glenn was politely, I mean, the, the thing with Fox that happened, you know, where he went to Fox for a while, that was that was so tragic because Glenn's show did really well. It was different TV. I loved seeing him at the whiteboard and the, and the chalkboard explaining stuff to us and drawing out, hey, what is intersectionality? How does that work? And what is intersectional racism? And, and how are the players moving things around? That I that was the like one of the few cable TV shows I watched and sat there and said, I need to see this because I'm learning things. And, and who are the players behind the scenes? And he was drawing it out in such a way that it became very, very clear. And I think that's why he was let go. Because there is an aspect to, or not let go. I don't know if he left or let go. It's a controversial thing. But there, there is an aspect to cable TV that has become very much Republican good, Democrat bad. You know, you sit down, you do your hit. It's your, your people write one-liners for you in hopes of getting played on talk radio. And if you're on The View, you need to have your one-liner and you hope it gets repeated on YouTube and it's just clip TV. And Tucker Carlson doesn't do that. And Tucker Carlson is at an enormous height of media. Tucker Carlson showed the most important probably in cable news. And he doesn't play that game. And Glenn Beck has never played that game. So Glenn was talking about uh, the climate police in Canada in the way that I think only Glenn can do things like this.
1: So architectural plans have been leaked uh, from the Ministry of Environment and Climate Change Canada. Uh, They are building now, under the Trudeau administration, a new facility in Winnipeg. Now, understand Winnipeg is uh, heartland, Canada. It's red state central, okay? Uh, They're building this facility that will be the home to a firearms armory interrogation rooms. This according to the the, uh, architectural plans biological labs, media relations offices, I don't even know what this is, controlled quiet rooms, and intelligence facilities. The plans were drawn up by a firm in Winnipeg, and they kind of open a window into what climate enforcement looks like in Canada. Down the hall from the proposed firearm storage rooms are several evidence rooms, interrogation suites, with adjacent recording rooms. According to a recently posted Indeed.com ad up in Canada, the ministry is searching to recruit a battalion of climate pollution officers with the uh, name of the group, the Environmental Enforcement Directorate. Doesn't that sound a little communist, just that? The entire facility is 50,000 square feet. It will hunt, uh, house hundreds of ECCC staff. Um, and the Impact Assessment Act is what gave it power. This passed in the final days of Trudeau's majority government, and it gave sweeping power to ministerial enforcement officers. But nobody knew what that was. It
0: was. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, As someone who uh, adores talent um, and radio talent like that, that's I I know it's a frightening (laughs) limit. It's so funny the way um, Glenn delivers that. Now, to look at this again, as we talked about last hour, and if you didn't hear it, uh, I know it's an extreme hour talking about the fact that Biden's speech is satanic. It's a satanic coming out party. Um again to look at this as a standalone you could say okay that's that's nuts and it's overreach and it's hyperventilating and it's Glenn Beck trying to get attention number 1 Glenn doesn't need attention number 2 he certainly doesn't need some clown podcaster to defend him but taking this again piece by piece and again looking at this as part of a greater whole Canada jailed people for not taking shots Canada detained people for not taking shots. Canada seized people's bank accounts for having unacceptable views. Canada is forcing people who have been injected to be updated with the new mRNA code, which is useless, harmful, and deadly in order to travel they're forcing people to have an app that shows that status in order to travel. Canada put a man in prison for a long time because he refused to pretend that his 14-year-old daughter is a boy. He refused to pretend that, so therefore he was sent to prison. Canada was on the forefront of sending violent psychotic murdering male rapists into female prisons and shockingly those psychotic men abused and raped women in prison where they were housed because we're all to pretend they're women canada had sued mark stein and attempted to utterly decimate Stein because Mark Stein had a difference of opinion with a guy about global warming, acid rain, climate catastrophe, hoax stuff. They didn't want Mark to be able to go into the country. So if you take this as a standalone, oh, come on, Glenn, it's just a building and, and, and it's how, but then if you put it side by side with things. And I can't emphasize enough how important it is for us to realize that truth simply is not a factor when you're dealing with postmodernists. Uh, Justin Trudeau is a postmodernist. Justin Trudeau, you know the sandwich theory I have? On the top, you have evil, scheming people who may or may not be aware of the fact that they serve um, the, the darkest of dark um, spirits. On the bottom, there are functionaries just doing their job. And and some of them, like like uh, like Rochelle Walensky, is obviously not a bright person. And having a Harvard degree does not make you a bright person. It makes you good at taking tests. So on the bottom, you've got people like that or like this, um, not to go back to the Seattle days, but there's the the so-called King County Health Officer, J- Jeff Duchin. Um, that's his real name. He, he's... He, Oh, man, I try to live by the biblical prohibition to not go around calling names. Uh, he thinks it's okay to let people with hepatitis A hang out in homeless camps outside for, for months at a time. But if you got the COVID flu, you need to be locked up because you'll kill all the people. That's Jeff Dushan's level of intelligence. And in the middle of that sandwich, on top the evil people on, on the bottom of the functionaries, In in the middle, that's us. And we're stuck in the middle being squeezed top down, bottom up like. So to take this as a, as a part of the whole, look at this. This is from Seth Dillon, the founder of the Babylon Bee and CEO. And he provides a side by side. This is from CNN. Global warming is killing the Great Barrier Reef study, says. President Biden warns of another tough hurricane season this year. Then CNN right next to it's, uh, itself. Parts of the Great Barrier Reef at record highest coral in 36 years. August may not see any tropical storms for just third time in 60 years. Side by side. I have a brother in Christ took his wife. Well, I don't know who took who. They went with one another to the Great Barrier Reef. And in fact, Ben said, yeah, it's pretty dilapidated. You know, I mean, it's still there, but it's not what it used to be. Uh, Apparently, it's at the highest point it's been in 36 years this after of course it was global warming that was killing this why is that part of the whole It's because truth is not a factor truth is an impediment and think of the power of forcing people to mouth lies think of how powerful that is guys i i had a friend of mine say hey i fast forward through podcasts that mentioned the so-called transgender stuff it's just everywhere I'm sensitive to that. I really am. Want to know why I obsessed over that? Was this dynamic. You will say that's a woman or you will be banned from society. You will lie or we will punish you. And once you lie, once you give us the ability to say you will lie, you are one generation away from there being no truth. When postmodernists say there is no objective truth, what they're saying is we want to be the people who decide everything. They, they can't admit that, but that's what they're saying. So if you look at this location, this event, this thing in, 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 in Winnipeg, the, you know, uh, the, the, the house of detention for climate deniers, this begins to make sense as part of the whole picture. Uh, Home Depot. Home Depot decided to run Twitter ads celebrating their <laughs> their ESG score. <laughs> they paid for this ad which is bizarrely uh, the the video has like this this orange transparency over the top and remember they were identified as a Trump company, Home Depot. <laughs> ah! All right, uh, we reduced it, right? We reduced our carbon emissions by over 172,000 metric tons in 2021. Learn more about how we're doing our part. And it says here, 2022 ESG report highlighting programs for fiscal 2021. And guys, the comments on this are hilarious and they're great, great news. But it goes right back to truth is not a factor for these people that you reduced your carbon output because no one was coming to your stores. People weren't building. (laughs) That, that stuff wasn't going on because of the medically useless, deadly, politically motivated lockdowns. Secondly, who cares about your carbon score? We inhale that stuff. Again, the truth is not a factor. It is so important to recognize that you cannot argue with people for whom the truth is not a factor. We have got to concentrate our efforts on the people who are not yet fully sold to the lies. We have got to go through a process of deciding where we spend our energies. Number one, disciple your families at home. Number two, build disciples around your neighborhood, minister to people. Number three, Talk with people who aren't yet sold into the lies. This is a triage process like an emergency room. <laughs> when you have people walk into your mental emergency room and they're wearing, a, um, they're wearing a trans women are women t-shirt, they're gone. God can bring them back. He's going to have to do that on their own. You can pray for them. You, you, you obviously treat them with respect and love and kindness. They're human beings after all, but you speak truth to them, but they are utterly, utterly gone. In terms of ideology, belief, truth, gone. They can't see it. Something's going to have to happen within their community for it to come back. You can't touch it. So triage would say, now who are you going to next? I'd be going to the people who are sort of leaning that way. Well, trans women might be women. Okay, let's talk. So the comments on this on, on, on this um, ESG score stuff is just. Just hilarious! Shut up and build. <laughs> Shut up and sell building materials. <laughs> going to Lowe's. Uh, okay, uh, let me check your lows. Whoever has the lowest number, I'm going with. Wait, I'm going to my locally owned building materials company. Carbon is the <laughs> flock of life. Oh, I love I love seeing that people are now alert to this. And someone at Home Depot said, let's, let's do this. United States is how far behind Canada? They're building what? Detention centers. Let's again take this as part of a whole. The government in Canada has walked this all back. Now, tell me if this doesn't sound... Like a COVID walk back. And by the way, this is coming from the Canadian Broadcasting Company. We'll get to that. Plus, i build the case as to why I contend this stuff is coming here. As part of pattern recognition, which we enjoy doing on the show. I enjoy pattern recognition. It's fun. It is fun. I didn't know this. I'm not claiming to have any sort of... uh, I'm not claiming that the Lord gifted me with any special form of IQ. I was just thrilled to find out that pattern recognition is a big part of IQ tests. I didn't know that. That's cool. I'm I'm hanging out this weekend for a bit with uh, Tim Cruikshank. Tim is the founder and CEO of Bone Frog Coffee. He's a 25-year Navy vet. Uh, He is uh, also a Navy SEAL. And we're going to hang out this weekend. And yes, people sent me notes. <laughs> I got a lot of notes from people, men mostly saying, Todd, honestly, you wouldn't go shooting with the Navy SEAL. What's wrong with you? I, yes, I have been shooting with Navy SEALs quite often. And every time I do it, I realize I will never be on your level. Nothing can happen that I will ever, ever be near what you do. Um, skill-wise or awareness-wise. But of course, if Tim wanted to go shooting, I would go shooting with Tim. I would be ashamed, but I would do it. Okay, so there's some pride. I'll pray about it. I will. So Bone Frog Coffee was founded to make Tim's family comfortable, to give them a good shot at the American dream. That is to provide a product that people love at a, at a price people are willing to pay. There's part of it. The other reason it was founded was to spread the word about the seal community and particularly about the community of people, um, who are the families of fallen seals. I, and you know what, I don't, I just, that phrase bugs me. I never see our, our warriors as fallen, um, seals who, who gave their life for the country. I far rather say it that way because it's, it's not taken from them. It was given. So that's a big part of the ethos. Every single bag says God, country, and team. But let's face it, like, that's all well and good, Todd. I can give money to the Wounded Warrior Foundation, too. Tell me about the coffee. Okay. Let me suggest to you, if you've not tried bone frog coffee, let me suggest to you that you pick from one of these roasts. The medium roast, okay, that's pretty exquisite coffee. It's sort of chocolatey and a little bit of citrus, I guess, in it. it does have some spiciness. I agree with that. It's a pretty upfront flavor. That's the medium roast or the dark roast. Oh, so good. So this is uh, Costa Rican, Indonesian, Colombian beans. Their website says strikingly smooth, semi-sweet finish. Do I agree with that? Yes. In fact, I'm having it now. It is semi-sweet. There's also medium dark and then the light roast and don't don't snicker at the light roast I did. I remember, I remember when Tim gave me my first uh, bags of bone frog. I said, you gave me light roast. Why would you do that? Because you haven't tried a light roast. I go, brother, I don't like light roast because you haven't tried a light roast. He's right. And just try this. Go to bonefrog.us. Please make sure you use the .us that way Tim knows that we are doing our job and that way Tim pays me fair and square is bonefrog.us bonefrog.us. I'll take some pictures with Tim. He's bringing over one of his uh, co-founders. You guys can see us hanging out in the high mountains of free America. So Glenn comes out with this news. We've got CNN side by side, arguing with themselves about climate. And now from the Canadian Broadcasting Company, should I do this in Grim Milestone's voice? Or should, I, I don't know if I could do a Canadian newscaster's voice. I don't think I can. Environment and Climate Change Canada is responding to online reports that say falsely accusing the Ministry of Recruiting Officers to police climate change. Are we aware of some misleading reports, A, on social media, suggesting, A, that we're creating a new enforcement function, the Ministry wrote in a series of tweets Thursday. This is false. The record needs to be set straight. The tweets also address claims about replacement facility for environmental enforcement officers in Winnipeg, according to an article published more than a week ago by the Counter Signal, a far-right publication. The new office will feature firearms armory, interrogation rooms, biological labs, and controlled quiet rooms. The article included blueprints showing areas labeled firearm storage, intelligence, and controlled quiet. The plans are <laughs> that the plans are an open window in the Justin Trudeau's future for climate change enforcement. The article claims. The ministry said in a series of tweets, the floor plans shared on social media are real. (laughs) And the office is in the process of moving to a new location. (laughs) So the blueprints are real. (laughs) But the way the facility is described is completely false. Our enforcement officers are professional, dedicated, highly trained, and we're proud of the work they do to protect Canada's environment, wildlife, and, and habitat. <laughs> so they're highly trained. They're highly trained climate cops. So it's not true. That's the inference. Do, do, do I need to play the audio again of the woman being run over by horses because she had bad think in Canada? Do you remember that? Or the, the, the cops? Do you remember the audio I have? of the cops showing up at a woman's house in Canada because she had posted on Facebook about a protest. Do you guys remember this? Um, or if that's not good enough, we could always play the uh, the pastor being drug out of his church. Um, or later they decided to arrest him on a freeway uh, face down, like five, ten cops on top of him. Why was he being arrested? It was because he decided to preach the word of God. I, I, I mean, and and these guys are saying, yeah, the blueprints are right. Yeah, sure. There's an interrogation room. Yes, we've got a firearms armory. Yeah, there's a quiet room and a bio lab. Yeah, we that's all true. And and yeah, they're going to enforce climate laws, but they're they're highly highly trained professionals.
2: Sorry, since you're at my home, can I just get your name and your badge number yeah, please? I have a card here. Okay, it's Erica Ingram. Thank okay. you. and this is just some information about peaceful protests. That's all it is. Okay, so you saw something on my Facebook No on the Facebook <clears throat> group. Okay and decided to come to my personal residence to give me information about peaceful protest. Yes. Okay, so are the Peterborough police no, you're with OPP. Um are you guys now monitoring people's Facebook pages? Or Facebook groups to who comments as to what their um uh status updates are or what they're doing or okay, so within the group? Like because of the protest happening province wide, yes we have been monitoring the protests. Okay. okay. So there's a protest coming up and uh, simply listen to the with tone of voice about a peaceful protest.
0: She's and an up talker.
2: Oh, okay that is all. So the Ontario Provincial Police are watching what people are doing on Facebook in different groups, whether or not they're commenting, participating, liking, and you guys are now doing service calls, to give people information about peaceful protest. Yeah. It's just a proactive measure to make sure you understand your rights about peaceful protesting. I Absolutely. I have Perfect. a copy of the Canadian Charter of Rights awesome. and Freedoms, so absolutely. I'm well within that and, and yes. very understanding of that. Uh, so I appreciate that. I'm okay. I'm hoping that uh, you guys aren't going to waste our tax dollars continuing to do this to everybody, but uh, now it's nice to know that uh, we're, we're being watched. So, If you have any questions, my cell phone number is on the card. Thank you. Okay.
0: Such a pleasant. Now, wasn't she wonderfully professionally well-trained? That's exactly what this article says. This is exactly the COVID thing. The article says, no, this is the, the, the fact check. No, this is false. Glenn Beck is a liar. And this far right website they talk about, uh, and I actually don't know the website, the counter signal, but because the CBC calls it far right, I'm going to assume it's not. The article alleges the ministry's job ad on Indeed.com seeks to recruit a battalion of climate pollution officers. The ministry's job ad is entitled Enforcement Officer. <laughs> Environmental Pollution Enforcement Development Program. The ad states the ministry's enforcement branch ensures compliance with several laws which seek to protect the natural environment and biodiversity. Our enforcement responsibilities cover more than 60 regulations, the minister added in its statement. None of this. None of this, none of this disproves the article or what Glenn Beck said. There is literally nothing here that disproves what it all confirms it. Environmental Canada report or uh, Environment Canada says online reports of climate police are false. No, it doesn't. That's not what your own article says. Guy Queenville of of CBC News. That's not what it says. Again, taken as a standalone item, you could say, oh, that's ham handed and oh, the bureaucrats, that's,
3: that's bad messaging. Canada is on the cusp of a revolutionary innovation that will transform the way Canadians authenticate themselves online and protect their identity. Digital ID. All of us are living in a digital world, but we're tethered to an analog model of how we identify ourselves memorizing countless online passwords, carrying government-issued licenses, plastic cards, and more. Digital ID is a way for Canadians to identify themselves to government, businesses, and each other electronically with ease and rock-solid security, without the need to present physical documents. One interconnected network. A federated digital ID ecosystem developed in collaboration with Canada's best and brightest talent from our banks, telecommunication companies, law enforcement, and government. It would have the power and security to store every Canadian's electronic identity and attributes. And it would unlock countless opportunities for Canadians to verify who they are safely, quickly and securely. Yeah, because they're locked now. While only revealing the information necessary for each transaction.
0: That's the same exact pitch they're using in Utah uh, for the driver's licenses there. Same one, same exact pitch. Because right now those opportunities are locked. You're locked out. So, yeah, the interrogation rooms are real. The building is real. The intent is real. They're arming these people like they're arming IRS agents and social security agents and postal agents. If you can't see it, it's because you can't see the truth. And that's pretty frightening. Oh, by the way, is that coming here? I did it. I went back on um, the protocol for Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com lickety split, seven and a half pounds gone in about four weeks. Uh, pretty slow for me uh, in terms of dropping unwanted fat. There wasn't in my world uh, a lot to drop. It sort of snuck up on me. I determined that it is the monster drinks and that's that's what did it, just eliminating that. And now that sounds super easy and I'm hearing people or I'm sensing people going, good for you, bud. It's really hard for me. Oh, I know. I, I, I told you about my secret McDonald's eating when I was 150 pounds heavier and um, was sneaking around the McDonald's because I didn't want the next McDonald's. Go to the first McDonald's, eat, uh, I don't know, 1600 calories, drive to the next McDonald's with the other McDonald's hidden and act like, oh, I'm just, it's my first McDonald's. Like the, like the kids at McDonald's or young people at McDonald's care. They don't care. Or this trick, you know, this trick, you're ordering a bunch of stuff and you're feeling piggish and you, you know, you're embarrassed because you're overeating. And so you pretend some stuff's for other people. You ever do that trick? This was before I discipled, I was discipled. So it was a lie. Cell phone to your ear. What, honey? What? Oh, oh, Roger and Doug and Kirk and George and Marty uh, and Chris in the gang are coming over. Oh, I better get more food. I'll make that 16 double cheeseburgers please friends coming over. I probably haven't told you about this. When I first started uh, to lose unwanted fat and I was doing macrobiotic balance, 40% protein, 30% fat, 30% carbohydrates. Um, a book I read said you could have a cheat day. <laughs> ah! Oh my gosh, you guys, it was so pathetic. Oh, it was sad. My cheat day involved waking up with the intent of eating myself sick. You ever do that because I missed it so much. So I'm talking about waking up. Hey, I'm going to have some popsicles for breakfast. Let's go down to the place with the all you can eat breakfast buffet because they've got delicious pies. When I get home and one day it was my mom who said, have you counted the calories you eat on your cheat day? I go, it's a cheat day. She goes, you are always all in on things. She goes, Todd, how much calories, how, how many fewer calories are you eating during the week? I said, oh, this much. She goes, how much did you eat this today? oh, today canceled the week. See, food had become pleasure. When I divorced myself from that and I recalibrated and I took off 150 pounds of unwanted fat, food didn't stop being a pleasure. Natural foods are now the pleasure. Guys, a salmon steak on the grill, salt and pepper, and some olive oil blows my mind. I add dill to it. I want to scream with pleasure at the top of my lungs. Having a grass-fed steak, salt and pepper, maybe some garlic, blows my mind. Um, grapefruit, it—I tingle. I get all like thrill up my leg, like Chris Matthews. These are the foods the way God intended. I know it's hard. I do. I also know that Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com stands for state of the art. I know that it comes with no judgment. I know that they're healthcare providers by background. I know that they've got 7,000 Google reviews, average 4.8 out of five stars. I know people have taken off 150 pounds of unwanted fat. People who've done that. I know I've got loved ones, multiple loved ones on the plan now. I know I've got countless podcast family members on the plan. It's SodaWeightLoss.com. They will make it as easy as it can be. SodaWeightLoss.com. All right, so what are we really talking about here? It's the same swindle. You are going to get injected or we will shut your business down. You are going to, farmers, pretend that the tractor tires filled with water are navigable waterways or we will steal your farm. You are going ranchers in Washington state, the separate country of Washington, you're going to stop having your cows anywhere on your property because it's all a navigable waterway or we will shut you down. It is the force of liars wrapped in lies, held up by power. And what are they going after? Food suppliers who are not Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, fake food. Who did they go after in COVID? Early treatment providers using drugs that are no longer patented. Using things like vitamin D that never was patented. Using drugs like hydroxychloroquine, which are cheap and easy to get, or used to be. Not anymore. Post office will arrest you. What were they going after that? On behalf of who? The people like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, who patented these very, very, very useless, deadly, harmful injections. And remdesivir, which was patented and never used because it was deadly. It's the same template applied now. It's not about what you exhale, it's what you eat. It's not about changing what you eat. It's about changing where you get it from. Yes, it will still be protein, carbohydrates, and fat, but in the exact allotment that the state wants it to be from their preferred providers, which are the agribusinesses providing you fake meat, providing you food that you are now reliant on because the farms have been destroyed. Guys, when China is buying up our farmland and Gates and Buffett, you know what they're getting is our water rights. I was just talking to a very wealthy man this weekend. His brother is a water rights attorney. And this guy said, my brother's worth tons of money. And I'm telling you, this guy is worth himself half a billion dollars. So I can't imagine how wealthy his brother is when my friend's saying, oh, my brother's ultra wealthy, has states and multiple houses. He's a water rights attorney. So th- that's the game. The game is the water. The game is the resources. And it goes right down into your home. I was ridiculed and, and I don't care because I've been ridiculed so often for saying things, but I was ridiculed in Seattle for saying, I'm never getting a smart meter in my house. And we had the, um, the utilities come to our house and knock on the door and I answered the door. Hi, we're with, um, you know, we're with the utility company. And Seattle, uh, Seattle, oh, I've even forgotten the name of it. I can't remember the name of the utility there. God bless it. But it's the the, the Seattle City Light. Hi, we're Seattle City Light. And we wanted to talk to you about the smart meters. Yeah, I won't be getting those. Okay, you'll need to fill out this waiver. Yeah, I'm not filling it out. Well, if you don't fill it out, we'll put it in your house. I'll tear it off. You what? I'll tear it off. Well, then we need you to fill out this waiver. Not filling it out. But I don't understand if you don't want this, you have to fill this out. No, I'm not going to fill it out. I I don't agree that you own the power to my house. I I don't agree that you get to decide what the source is. Well, then we'll cut your power. Okay, that's fine. I'll go completely solar because we're in sun most of the time. Oh, you can't do that. You're not allowed to be fully solar. I don't care. I'll use a diesel generator. I've got one downstairs. It's hooked up now. I'm not going to do this. Oh, we have to report this. Please do. Can we do that together? And I got ridiculed for this. And I remember people saying, why wouldn't you want this? You know, and then people saying, look, if you don't trust them, use the Google thermostat. And I said, are you insane? In Colorado, people during a very hot day went to go, man, I'd like to cool down the house. And they got a little um, message. Temporarily locked due to temporary climate emergency. <laughs> hey, uh, my elderly grandparent can't breathe and it needs to be cooler in here. Can I cool it down? No. Why? Because. Well, how's your office doing? It's pretty cool in here, actually. And then they remind people, oh, you signed up for this voluntarily. Do you think, and by the way, if you're in Colorado, will you let me know? And because I'm, I'm sure that this was hidden in the fine print. Hey, by getting the so-called smart meter installed and and you'll save money and you'll save the environment. Oh, by the way, in the small print, we get to turn off your heat or your cooling whenever we choose. You don't think this is the plan? You don't think that the new smart homes have this capability? It's the same thing with the electric cars. Did everybody not see the phenomena? All the connected devices, they're not self-driving, they're government-directed. It's so unbelievably frustrating to me that people cannot see this. And yes, it's the easy thing to reach back over to medical tyranny. Because this is also being driven by, oh, well, people are, you know what? A lot of people are having heart attacks because it's hot. And then when it's cold, it will be, a lot of people are having heart attacks because it's cold. People are having heart attacks because of the mRNA injections. That's true. But that's not weather dependent. So now we have this. This is also from the CBC. Canadian Broadcasting Company. Medically assisted deaths could save millions in healthcare spending. Yep. They could. Wow. In Canada, they're investigating... So-called doctors for euthanizing a guy because he was sad. That was supposed to be, you're at the end of your life. You've got a few days to live. You don't want to suffer. In Europe, they euthanize people against their will all the time. See, this stuff always spreads. And it's always done under the cloak of good. The World Economic Forum has pushed for climate lockdowns. Do you remember this, right? And now we've got this. A study from a guy, a doctor named John Johnson from Harvard University and a partner. They looked into the medically useless, deadly, politically advantageous lockdowns, and you'll never believe what they found I call them medically useless, politically motivated, deadly lockdowns, right? Wait until you hear how deadly these things are. All this stuff sound familiar from the conversations that Zach Abraham and I have had. Zach is the chief investment officer of Buller Capital Management. Does this, does this all sound familiar? The manipulation of the market through ESG, They're doing the same thing with carbon that they did with housing, with mortgages. They're taking something that exists and commoditizing it, and then they're going to sell it and short sell it. They did it with houses. They've done it with college loans. They've done it with water rights. They're going to do it with what you exhale. That's ESG. It is a full-on swindle from front to back, and it's participating in the financial system that we have it's run by scoundrels it's run by scoundrels who do not mean you well it's run by psychopaths and they're predictable to some degree now board capital management is not here to tell you we time the market <laughs> nope they're not here to tell you that we were going to pick individual stocks nope nor are they buying hold nor are they going to tell you hey let's just go with the 60 40 stock bond mix nope They're about risk management and Zach Abraham is obsessed with it. That's how they've grown the firm. Risk management means a hedge upon a hedge upon a hedge. I remember once um, I was traveling with my little girl and our flight got canceled and our hotel room, we just checked out. And it was very busy, a bunch of people coming in for the weekend. And i like, my daughter said, what are we going to do? I said, I've got a backup plan. You do? I said, yes, I've got a backup flight. You do? Yeah. And if that doesn't work, I've got a backup hotel room. You do? Yeah. Not a nice hotel. Not like the one we were just in, God's good graces, but I've got a backup plan. Well, we got out because they had a backup flight. Zach at Bullard Capital Management, they've got backup after backup after backup after backup, hedge after hedge. If you can do that in your own, be, be your guests. But if you're five to 10 years from retirement, it is so vital that you operate in a world of risk management. So if you are able to do that on your own, hedge upon hedge upon hedge upon hedge upon hedge, then then God has gifted you. If not, get in touch with Bulwark Capital Management. They're at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement, Bulwark capital management's an investment advisor representative of track financial LLC and sec registered investment advisor. So the sooner that we understand something that, that look, not everybody in leadership position is a good person. And in fact, in bottleneck positions, in a bottleneck position is a position where you and can control the outcome of other people's lives. Psychopaths tend to flow towards uh, tend to flow towards that. They do not view us. Uh, I mean, so psychopaths sociopaths look at people as manipulable objects who are to service them uh, or provide benefits, or they are not useful. And I, I can't say it enough. That, that we're dealing with people who state right out loud that 6 billion people need to die. So, of course, we question outcomes like this. This is a new study, uh, Harvard University uh, scientist, John Johnson, with a partner, uh, writes, we find that the regulatory imposition and enforcement of statewide shelter-in-place or state-home orders conclusively correlates with larger health status corrected per capita, all-cause mortality by state. This result is inconsistent with the hypothesis that lockdowns saved lives. What they did is they took a massive amount of, of state-level data. They took lockdown states that bordered non-lockdown states. They took lockdown states that were next door to lockdown states. They took non-lockdown states next to, long do- next to non-lockdown states. So they played all of the variables uh, of which they could, they could imagine, which they could imagine. They compiled the, the data, then they went through and they, they cleaned up the data. They, they normalized the data. Some states call things something, some states call them something else. They took this all into a CSV, comma separated value, just geeky stuff. So in other words, they cleaned up the data, they made it comparable. Here is part of the report, part of what they write. With a precise estimation of the excess mortality due to lockdowns is beyond the scope of this paper, we can make a rough estimate based on figure six. And I know you can't see figure six, but it's linked in the document in the show sheet. The three most populous states, California, Texas, Florida, have above baseline COVID period increases of approximately one per 10,000. This is geeky. I'm going to get to the bottom line. On the basis of one calendar year, 52 weeks for a population equal to that of the entire USA. Here's the money line. This would correspond to approximately 110,000 deaths, which could be attributed directly to the impacts of ordering lockdowns and which have not would not have occurred if the lockdowns had not been implemented. This value is consistent with the lockdown excess mortality estimate of 97,000 per year by Mulligan and Annot in another paper from 2022. They are... Narrowing in on the numbers. This is close to what ethical skeptics data shows. This is not now the injection deaths, those are happening now. These are lockdown deaths. Just look at this as a whole picture. Go back up to Glenn Beck's assertion about what this place in Canada, in the middle of Canada is going to be used for. It's going to be used to threaten people to eat less food. It's going to eat the specific food that the government decrees you shall eat. I, I said 15 years ago, I'll have to find the tweet. I said, you are the first generation who will be told what you will or will not eat. We are on the precipice of that. The party does not want you to have access to food that is renewable, but they want to pretend that it's all renewable energy, but they don't want to have you have access to food that is renewable. You see what I'm saying? They don't want you to have access to early treatment that is easily accessible and cheap. They don't want you to think about things like vitamin D and exercise and and not being obese. They are in the process of normalizing obesity. They're in the process of sexualizing obesity at the same time as they are saying that we produce too much carbon. Guess who produces more carbon, a light person or a heavy person? You're right, a heavy person. And let's recall this, that Fauci pretends that he didn't order lockdowns. So let's just pretend, let's just remember that. He he is now pretending this, and we played the reel last week. Fauci saying, "Well, Neil, let's 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 make sure that we understand something. Neil Cavuto, into whose uh, la, warm uh, uh, bulbous bosom I run, I-, I didn't I didn't order a lockdown of anything. And then we played the sound of Fauci, in fact, ordering the lockdowns or demanding the lockdowns. So that's what we're facing. And now you take this as a whole and understand. This is now Biden's new Tony
3: Fauci. This is what he says. I've heard Secretary Cardona say this over and over again." You know, people do talk about going back to normal, and I've heard Mr. Secretary uh, say, you know, normal wasn't working out so well for for some people. And so the goal in my mind is not to go back to normal. The goal is to build a very different new normal that has equity much more at the heart.
0: And remember this, the CBC is now saying, no, 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 none of that stuff Glenn Beck says is true. But if you read the article, there's nothing in the article that this proves what Beck said. Not, yes,, yes, we're going to have climate cops, but they're well trained. Yes, we're going to have interrogation rooms, but but, but they're well-trained interrogators, all about the weather. And certainly, we'd know about these things if it was otherwise. If this was really a plan to force people to eat the foods that the party wants them to eat, we would know that because we've got a robust and free press. The the attorney generals from Missouri and uh, Louisiana said there's a vast censorship enterprise um, across a multitude of federal
3: agencies. Yeah, I'm I'm just not going to comment at this time.
0: It's not they're saying. I mean, that's the report is fine saying that way. Peter Deuce is saying that way. But it's not that they're saying it's that we've got the documents. That show this. So when there is the effort to force people to eat fake meat, which will come because there is a supply chain shortage, which will come because there's an energy shortage. When there is then that we look, we've got to we've got to stop this, you know, uh, that that you get to choose the meat you want. This is the way it's going to go. It is not fair that rich people get to eat meat without bugs in it. I'm not I'm not lying. They are going to change the labeling standards so that the proteins that you buy have bug in it and you don't get to know it has bug in it. They did the same thing with genetically modified organisms. Do you remember the bill that became law? You can't label stuff that's a GMO. So you cannot go out and and, and know it's a GMO. So if you are concerned about that, you have to specifically buy, buy things that say no GMO. They intend to hide bug in things. Why does that matter? Because we don't know how many people are allergic to bugs. It's the same thing with penis, but they don't care. So when the meat prices are up, you watch. You They make the problem, then they invent the cure, and they come along, and Bill Gates and the other fake meat people are going to say, look, we're going to lower the price on the Impossible Burger. We've got to feed the world. It's like Monsanto saying to developing countries, hey, for the next three decades, we're going to give you this, this seed for free. Oh, by the way, after three decades, you won't be able to have any renewable seeds. All the heritage seeds will be gone. You're going to have to license the seeds from us every single year. And this stuff is not being reported in the press because the press participates in the censorship. There is a new piece out, speaking of censorship. Ivermectin reduced deaths by up to 92%. This is a massive peer-reviewed study. But certainly we would have known that from the press right ivermectin one of those drugs he mentioned ivermectin is something more often
1: used to deworm horses <laughs> we should talk about that that bothered you it should bother you too I, they're well, lying I, at your network about people taking human drugs versus drugs for it, veterinary it's calling
3: medicine. it a horse dewormer is not a
1: flattering thing i get it's that it's a lie they, they, they shouldn't have said
3: that why did they do that i don't know
1: you're the medical I guy over there I, 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 ivermectin can be a very effective medication You are more likely to die from taking Tylenol than Ivermectin, yet the FDA calls this a dangerous horse deworming medicine. What
0: initially led this was an FDA Twitter account that used the term y'all to express denigration of Ivermectin as a horse drug. I have horses. The truth is that the dose that's used for horses by body weight is the same dose that's recommended for humans, but it's formulated and manufactured to a quality standard that's very different.
3: Lots of medicines are used in both animals and humans. So it's not a sufficient argument for somebody to say, it's a horse dewormer.
2: Yesterday, the CDC put out a national advisory on this, warning the whole country against taking this drug, ivermectin, formulated for horses and cows and sheep.
1: With that um, memo fired to every doctor, then suddenly me and all my early treatment colleagues around the country, we were faced with problems like we'd never had before.
0: I work as an emergency room doctor, and not only an emergency room doctor, I teach advanced trauma life support, a course to other doctors that wanna work in the emergency room on how to stabilize patients. We were being told there's nothing you can do. Just wait for Fauci and the FDA to acknowledge a vaccine that they were gonna create, and there's no treatment, they said. Why would you want to decrease access to quality, life-saving uh, measures for people who are fighting a worldwide pandemic? So- Indeed, why would you? Because people are manipulable objects. To be moved around the great chessboard. To your advantage. And if it's not to your advantage, then you don't need the people like 6 billion of us. So are the climate cops real? Yeah, but they're well-trained. Glenn Beck is an important media figure. And it is, I think incumbent upon, how do you do this in a competitive environment? I think it's incumbent upon those of us who are willing to speak the truth, Um, and speak God's name to somehow come together on this. And no, once again, this is not some weird kiss up, get on the blaze thing. If the Lord had wanted me on the blaze, I would have been on the blaze. This is where God wants me. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and as always. Let's all make an effort to be right with God and to praise him for making it so very, very, very clear that the choice is right here in front of us be with him or against him.